0: Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent
1: in a miserable way. Welcome to Footwork. Nick Gutmann is here all the way what from a Kentucky. A... Thanks for coming on Footwork Podcast, brother.
0: I appreciate it for inviting me.
1: How is, uh, how's Kentucky treating you?
0: Kentucky is treating me great so far. <laughs> I uh, I can't complain. Uh, I live a I live a good life over here. And yeah, so far I'm really happy that I that I made this decision to go to Kentucky and to the US for the first time.
1: Mm. Yeah, so for those who don't know, Nick and I played together at Notre State for I think just a year and it was a COVID year. So yeah. a lot of training, not so many games, but uh we won a Hamburg Cup for those out there and yeah, you you uh, described to the team that you were going to go to the U.S. And, and study abroad and play. So, I mean, what went into that decision?
0: So, to be honest, I, uh, after I finished high school, I already thought about going to the U.S. And I actually went, like, after high school, I was, like, 18 or 19. Mm-hmm. I went to uh, the Jacobs University, which is in Bremen. And they had like this one offer, which was like a foundation year. It's like one year of studying and it was a English university in Bremen. So everything was in English. And it was just like to like build the foundation to go to the US, like to learn the language already a bit, to take some classes and to um, basically learn for the SAT test. But during that year, I realized that I wanna try my luck in Germany with soccer because I felt like if I wanna, if I want to really achieve something in soccer, I just have to try it in Germany first because Germany is like one of the biggest soccer countries you have. So um, yeah, I decided not to go to the US and I joined other clubs in Northern Germany like Lüneburg and Teutonia And then I ended up at Norderstedt with you, like you said. And then I, this one day I got a call. I don't know if you know him, Stefan Kofal from Titonia.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. You know, him. he called me and he was like, yo, Nick, I'm going to establish this company um, which brings athletes to the U.S. with scholarships. Do you want to, do you want to, um, yeah, listen what I got for you and, I was like, yeah, sure, I'm always open for that because like I said, I already thought about it and um, I was almost done with my undergrad and I didn't really know what, what to do after. So I was like, yeah, that, 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 this fits right now in my, in my situation. So we ended up making a highlight video for me and uh, the agency I worked together with put it online and then the first university that hit me up was Kentucky. Oh, wow. And my agent told me, and he basically said, "Yeah, Nick, you have to, you have to take it." He said, "I remember he said it's like the Bayern Munich of colleges in uh, in the US." <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe it's a not for soccer, maybe, maybe not for yeah. soccer necessarily, like for basketball, oh, basketball, for basketball. Yeah. But they they have a pretty strong soccer program as well. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I talked to the assistant coach, and then. I just made that decision to go there. And now I'm sitting, I'm sitting here with a Kentucky shirt Kentucky on. blue
1: on me. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Amazing. Now, Nick, before we go into your story, um, our motto here at Footwork is make your own path, uh, meaning you know, not be held to the normal roots if they don't fulfill you. What does making your own path mean to you?
0: I feel like making your own path is basically the most important thing or the most like the most important thing you can do because I always felt like I, Oh, like when I was younger, I always looked to this guy and I always looked to this guy or to my friends. And I thought, okay, they're doing this and this, like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but then I figured out, like, it doesn't matter what other people do. Like you have to figure out by yourself what you're going to do with your life. And I think, uh, Just making your, making your own life path and like use your potential and realize the potential you have. It's just like the biggest thing you, you have to do or you, you can do because like, even if you have a lot of money, you live with the love of your life. You live in a nice house. You live in a nice place. Everything is good. But if you don't really love what you do and you don't make your own life path, this Everything else doesn't really matter because you're not fully satisfied. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i and I always lived like this, so um I made that decision to go to the u s and many people said, Yeah, man, you're too old, you're twenty five and you go to college, and these players they're all like two, three years younger than me, and I listened to that, and I was like, damn, maybe, maybe I'm too old for that, or maybe you know I can do it, but then it was like, for me, it was like the perfect decision and, or the perfect scenario. So I was like, okay, yeah, you know, I don't care what other people say. I will just, I'm just going to do it because it's the right thing for me, for, uh, like for this time. And like I said, everybody has, everybody has their own, their own way how life goes. So mm. it doesn't really matter what other people say, because it's your life, pa- life path and not theirs.
1: Love that. Never heard you talk so deep before.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's, it's, it's starting deep already, bro. Yeah, I
1: mean, we're really getting into it. Starting off with a bang. I mean, I mean, you kind of mentioned it. So you grew up in, in the Bremen youth system, right? Yeah. So I mean, how would you describe that for people in America? Because that's quite different. We kind of grow up playing five, six sports: baseball, basketball, football, American football. know it it goes on so what is that like kind of growing up in the academy lifestyle for such a big club
0: yeah so um growing up in a youth academy like vera bremen it is kind of similar to college uh to college to student athlete in the u.s Mm -hmm. because you you uh, you play in that academy. You have really nice facilities. You you get so much gear from the club, and they're really treating you good. But uh, I feel like you you're more on your own. You know you're still you're still you're still independent. And I lived I lived like I would say like a five minute walk from that youth academy. So I basically went to school came home from school and went to training five times a week. And then, um, yeah, I had games at the weekend. But it was, it, was, it was a really great experience. I played there for nine years because we had like tournaments all over Europe. Mm. We had tournaments in France. We had like sw- uh, Switzerland, Austria, Spain, Portugal, England, um, Belgium, Czech Republic. And it was, it, was a, it was a crazy experience. And um, yeah, and you always see like these pro players walking around the facilities and you know them and they just walk around there like it's nothing, you know, you're used to it. Mm. And our training facility was, so we had like this, we had like our training field or we had like more training fields and we always, it was like right next to the stadium. So we always could see these players like walking to the stadium, and while we train, I was like looking at the stadium and I was like, Man, I want to play, th- I want to play there, I want to mm. play in that stadium. So it was like really, it was crazy, it was a crazy time, and um, yeah, it was just a great experience.
1: How competitive was it?
0: It was, it was really competitive, you know. We uh, it, and I have to say, like, these coaches, they demanded so many things from us. Like, especially when you're 11, mm. you're, you're still a kid. Or yeah. when you're 12, you're still a kid. And you, you're like, you don't have really the mindset of like, okay, I can go pro or I want to go pro. I want to like, you know, you don't really have that competitive mindset already, but they implemented this mindset in us. And we had guys who never played because of, because we, we like we were supposed to win, Mm. you know, it's Werder Bremen. It's a big, it's one of the biggest clubs in Germany. So um, we had to, we had to do the same thing that the pros did. Like we had to win. We had to win championships. We had to win our league. So if you don't train good, or if you don't play good, you're not going to play in a game. So, you can argue about that if like if that is healthy for yeah. like for like young kids to get this competitive mind. But I think when you when you live or when you grow up with that mindset, it helps you to it helps you later mm-hmm. because it prepares you for what is coming, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm not gonna lie, like it was a great experience, but it was tough too because. Like, in the beginning, I played every game and everything was fine. The, coach lo- the coaches loved me. But when I started, you know, then everybody started to grow and get big, you know. And I was, like, still a small-ass kid, you know. I was not like the others. I was, like, always – I was always the smallest. I was always the skinniest, you know. And it was tough because I was kind of a late starter, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. And – um so I didn't play like when I was 13, 14, 15, I didn't play like one minute. And I remember um, because in the beginning we didn't live, uh, what like what I said, like five minute walk from there, we lived like 45 minutes away. So my parents drove me every day, right after school. My mom picked me up from school and we drove 45 minutes, one hour to Bremen to, the, to training. And then back in the evening, and I was home at like 10 PM, you know, uh, until I was like 16 or something. And at one point I was, I was asking my mother, yo, mom, do I, do I have to go to training today? And she was like, what, what do you mean? Like, you don't like to play there or you, you don't want to play. And she felt, and she felt so weird because she is the one. That drives me to training every day that drives me one hour two hours to training and she is like sacrificing so much like me you know she, she's sacrificing even more because when when she like goes with me there she can't work mm. you know mm-hmm. my, we have like a we had like a boutique uh, in the village i lived and it was owned by my parents but my mom wasn't there because she had me to she had me to she had me to bring the training and my father handled all this stuff alone. So at that point I was like really I didn't have like a depression or anything because like I'm I was like thirteen, fourteen, fifty, 13, 14, 15, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was like I like I'm not gonna lie, like I cried I cried a, quite a bit and it was tough. But then um when I like grew up and when I got a little bit bigger and like more confident and mature. It changed my mindset and um, I started to play again and then everything was fine. But in the beginning it was tough because like you said of the competitiveness Mm. in the team, you know, so Mm -hmm. yeah. But um, other than that, I'm really surprised by the people here because the people are really nice. Yeah. you know, they're, they're really open. They just come and talk to you. They, they, they ask how you doing. Like everywhere I go, they ask me, Hey, like, Hey, how you doing? How's your day? How's your day been? You know? And I'm like, and in the beginning I was like, so I was shocked because you know what? You're
1: not used to that in Northern Germany. Like I just
0: want to get a, like, German, like, huh? just get a coffee. And like, this girl <laughs> is asking me like, how's my, how's my day been? Or like, I was getting a coffee on campus. And, uh, this guy was like, and the barista was like, "Yeah, how's your, how's your semester going so far?" I'm like, "Damn, like people I'm in Germany don't do that. Nah. They say nah. hi, here's your coffee, Moin. Here's the money, okay, Juice. bye, see you, yeah, exactly." Yeah. So I was really surprised about that.
1: So what did you expect, soccer wise?
0: Um, so my my agent who like already like, um, connected other players to the US already, like, told me, told me a little bit about American soccer, for example, that you can sub as many times as you want. Mm -hmm. And, um, but when I came here, like, I was still, I was still surprised, like, how different soccer here is than, like, in comparison to Germany. I remember like the first game we had, it was against Coastal Carolina away game. And I was not playing. Uh, I was sitting on the bench. And I like see people getting subbed in and subbed off and subbed in and subbed off. And then like, it didn't stop. And like guys came in for like five minutes. They didn't even touch the ball. And they, they got subbed off again. And I was just like sitting on the bench and it was like, yo, what is going on here? Like, it's crazy. And every game, like our, for example, our back four, our back line, like uh, left back, center backs, and right back, they play 90 minutes Mm
1: -hmm. every game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Like, this this is not going to change. But for example, we play with a left winger, right winger, two strikers. We get sub off every game after 20 minutes. Like the whole, like the yeah. front four.
1: And is it At like, no training- matter how you're playing, it's just scheduled? No matter,
0: no matter how. Like I can score two goals, I get subbed off.
1: It's like, yeah. Ho- yeah. it's like hockey. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then second half, the, like it depends how you played, but a whole, like the the first front four plays, it starts again. But after 20 minutes, 25 minutes, new guys come in and then we have like some changes in like center mid and stuff but i would say average substitutions a game is like like eight nine ten substitutions every game average
1: Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. and of course like the overtime thing
1: oh yeah you know Mm -hmm. like when you
0: like there is no tie you have no. overtime, and then you have, like, the golden goal. I, I mean, there is a tie. When you don't score in overtime, then it's a tie. But with a golden goal, which is kind of – I think it's, it's really it's ex- nice. It's
1: exciting, it's at exciting. least. Yeah, that's, yeah.
0: That, that's cool. Like, we had, like, I think two or three game winners.
1: So you can celebrate w- like it's yeah. – Yeah,
0: and when you score the game winner, it's, that's, that's a big deal. That's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Everybody is going crazy. So that's really that's really cool. But other than that, like, it's a lot of like soccer in general here. It's a lot of set pieces. It's crazy. It's crazy how much time we spend on set pieces. Uh, An advice for foreigners would be, because when 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 I came here, I was I was expecting like, okay, I'm that guy. I'm that guy from Germany. Like. Germany, one of the best countries for soccer, and I'm gonna like dominate, and I'm gonna like start right uh, after I I come here. But like I said, it's not it's not uh, it's not like everything is gonna work out how you expect, you know. Because in the beginning, I struggled. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what it was like the new environment or like the new people or the new system or the new like coach and everything but i just couldn't play up to my potential so i ended up not starting every game which i did basically like in like halfway through the season you know mm-hmm. but i was not that big guy from germany that like dominates everything you know but i expected that so i just like and it was like it was like unconscious, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. this, Mm -hmm. I think like all this new, like a new country, new culture, new environment, new style of playing soccer. Like it was like an unconscious change. And I just like, like usually the things that usually work out for me on the field suddenly didn't work out anymore. And I'm like, oh, okay, what is going on? Why? Like, usually I make this goal. Why am I not making this right now, you know? So um, I just, I had to adapt to this new environment a little bit, you know, get used to, get used to the, the style and get used to everything. And if a foreign guy from, from anywhere, like, experienced something similar, I can just say that time
1: mm-hmm.
0: heals all the wounds you have, you know, mm. because you just got to be patient because it's not going to happen like like the first day you come here, like not everything, not everything is going to work out right away. You know, I learned that my whole life.